Today's date is March 30th, 2023. It ah. feels weird to do it this way. I don't what? know. Family Let's Matters think is about it. back. New, <laughs> fresh episodes. Honestly, any day. I'm expecting the announcement from Hulu <laughs> plus whatever at any time. But that's not what we're talking about. Hulu has merged with the Sizzle, the Java Jazz Sizzle City <laughs> to bring ah, you, Sizzle Plus to bring you <laughs> Sizzle Plus. There's going to be a 24-hour streaming channel of uh, Stefan playing piano and just <laughs> riffing life advice that will go absolutely nowhere. Uh, and to get through it, you might need what we need. Oh, there it is. Foley action, a little kickback, relax. It's jumping the shuttle after dark. Hey, you didn't, I didn't know we were going to, you're cooler than us. I don't have an adult beverage i just have this really sad glass of of water it's not even it's not even sparkling it's just regular that is sad water i'm sorry for you yeah what the do you want to go to the fridge do you do you need a moment yeah we're not doing anything here (laughs) it's loose baby (laughs) no it's all right it's all right i'm already here i'm in the i'm in the groove I am in a different groove because we're recording this one at night, which is always a really different energy already. I already don't like it. I'm also a little high. I kind of thought so. (laughs) I'm so fucking lame. I had a salmon bowl. You're the control group for this. We need one person to just be unaffected. (laughs) Placebo, nocebo, something. doesn't know what I'm watching anymore. <laughs> Welcome to Jumping Shuttle, the show where we talk about family matters. We're going to do it again today, but we're talking in a holistic way, taking the uh, 5,000 foot view. What's the stupid like? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the think dumb 10,000. 10, uh, who fucking cares? Why? Why? Yeah. Why 5,000, 10,000, you know? Is that enough of a view? How do how do we determine? <laughs> you want to get really holistic? Let's let's dig in on that. Let's, should it be over nine thousand? Is that what we should be oh, shooting for? Oh, never, never. That's very dangerous. <laughs> I'm Alex Diamond, and uh, my sweet little Saiyan boy, David Kenny, joining me with <laughs> his tail. I had a tail, but I had to cut it off. It'll grow back someday. If you, <laughs> depending on which ones it is, they just like yank it. And based on oh, me watching that's how tough they are. Yeah, kids with like cats and dogs and stuff, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel good. <laughs> and our resident Namekian, the the man in green, the he's got powers to regrow <laughs> parts of himself because he's maybe made of broccoli, John McDaniel. Uh I mean I uh I've come around on broccoli, so I guess that's I guess that's all right. Since you're our French but, um, resident, I'm, I should I'm have said here. Brussels sprouts. Right, right. I'm I'm here, but I'm I'm um I'm here kind of uh with some concerns, you know. I've Uh-oh. been thinking about filling up the comment box. The, does 
<laughs> does this does this podcast? I'm just curious. Does it have access to people's home Wi-Fi <laughs> networks? Oh my god! Because I, if it does, I don't know. You know, that's that's alarming. Uh, that that it's connected to the internet. Somehow. We're gonna get banned. I have to give you the same answer that that guy gave, which is like it depends on the person like they can like you're the one who decides whether or not that happens so don't ask me that question <laughs> we we are on the socials we're on the tiktok for as long as that lasts uh what a fun encapsulation of time that when we started i was like making tiktoks are for the kids i don't understand them jokes and then we got a show TikTok and then I got a personal TikTok like possibly just at the end of TikToks uh, <laughs> outside of countries that uh, honestly I probably would prefer be living in right now. I don't know. Yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, we don't got to go down a whole rabbit hole. We got a lot of other rants lined up for you today, I think. <laughs> Get ready. But, uh, this could be an angry one. No, I, I like TikTok. I like, I like it. It's good. It's fun. It has been my favorite social media platform. It's good and fun, and it's how it's how I go grocery shopping now. I pull up the TikTok, and I play oh. the TikTok back in the middle of the grocery store uh, with the, the volume all the way up, because I got it, and then I scrub oh. it back because I didn't hear how many, one of those. How many tablespoons of the right. spice that I need, and then I, gotta, and I forgot to get the spice, so I go go back to the spice aisle. You're just measuring it out in the aisle, just pouring it into your <laughs> t- right. tablespoon. <laughs> they sell cup measures there. I will miss it when it's gone, I guess. Eventually it would have gone anyway. I don't know what the next thing is. I think it's very difficult to take a principled stance on anything that's kind of this ethereal right now. Like, is it bad for a lot of people? For sure. There are people getting radicalized and watching oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy who got put in jail because of the pizza they watch that guy's stuff on tiktok and that's not good yeah but like also there's a bunch of people who have like found out good community organizing techniques and mutual aid things and like first aid things that you thought that you would learn from a tv show like family matters but then they require (laughs) to use a little mouth condom and you're like i don't I don't know if that's going to be available every time because I don't have a police bag from cop office. So TikTok, good, bad. Yes, all of that. Neutral, for sure. Uh, the number of videos that I see of people just posting their cat and thinking that cat's really funny. And I'm like, I mean, it's it's doing cat shit. So like that's normal cat shit. And I, if you're tickled by that, fine. Uh, yeah, it's. It's got a little bit of everything for everybody and a lot of nothing for nobody. I don't know who <laughs> the stuff is made for, uh, including, I'm sure, our podcast about a 90s TV show oh, that yeah, is yeah, not yeah, in yeah, yeah, the yeah, zeitgeist yeah, yeah. in basically any way. Uh, is our content reaching people? <laughs> and I, I don't know. <laughs> do we have the thousand followers required to do a live stream yet, David? You've been curating that. We didn't even have enough to like change our YouTube handle, so I yeah. don't think we're doing right. I don't think we're doing so. We've got three hundred and sixty-four as of this. That's report. pretty good. Yeah, that's getting close. We'll be able to put a link in our profile soon. <laughs> who who would have thought? Who would have thought? A eh, shuttle boys. 
We've come so far. You think back when we were just little baby, little baby, baby, baby boys. Little baby Byron boys. (laughs) I thought about baby Byron this week. I was looking back at the things we did. (laughs) Buddy, baby, Byron, buddy boy. No, we this this show came came about when people were when people were making the sourdough breads. Mm-hmm. We, we said we could do that, but we're gonna do something a little different, you know. We're gonna make a podcast because <laughs> nobody's thought of that before. We're gonna huh? lock ourselves into a four and a half year commitment. <laughs> and every time the people were testing it out on put it inside of them, they go, Obviously, we should have been making pumpernickel bread since that's the perfect mm. sandwich. You got to put the gouda on the pumpernickel and you got to put the olive loaf on that, which I just can't emphasize enough is the worst meat. <laughs> well, you know, peanut butter and Snickers will make everything go down, go down smooth. Uh, I I'm, I'm trying out overnight oats on oh. like a TikTok. I, you know, mm. got into it on TikTok. But, uh, you know, maybe I should try a little uh, peanut butter Snickers uh, overnight oats because that's, that's how you're supposed to do it. Right? That is pro Not style. Healthy. That's the idea. Sure. Also, just want to say thank you to our, our followers. We do appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Thank you for listening. We yeah. got emails this season, guys. Absolutely. And, and they weren't just to get something out of us. That admittedly... <laughs> It didn't break the bank, I would say. What are, yeah, what other podcast is, is going to the length of a, a giving away an iPod shuffle? I mean, come on, you know? Customized. That's, 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 that's above and beyond. One of a kind content. I, I don't recommend anyone do it. I, and I didn't even work that hard for it. A, <laughs> a podcast that I started listening to recently, and they're not huge, did a like... A very significant giveaway. Like it was over a hundred dollars worth of like goodies wow. that they were giving away through this contest. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I guess people do that. That makes sense for for some people. Sure. But instead, I would like for you to give me your opinions on season five of Family <laughs> Matters, because theoretically, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. Let's just uh, say. Yeah. Like. That's my thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's do you, my take. Do yeah. you leave with a totally neutral opinion of season five, a slightly positive, a mostly negative? I think those are the only options. Uh, I, for me, it's like a shoulder shrug. I don't know how, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what side of that that lands on. Or like, it's like a shoulder shrug slash like, that was it. I don't know. Like yeah. there's, there were a lot of, there were a lot of big, revelations this season yeah for us i don't know they 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 came and went so fast Mm. and they i don't know like it was a little clumsy at times oh you think (laughs) a little bit yeah i don't know i think of the seasons so far this one maybe had the most revelations maybe at least in terms of like you know, Urkel and Laura yeah. and Myra, you know, there was a lot of that this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why it's actually been the most exciting season for me behind nine. Like, I really feel like this. We got to the end of the Stefan saga. Yep. The end. Got, it's a big one. 
a lot of like really fun, interesting things that I wasn't expecting. So I, I think it was the most novel experience for me, except for the very beginning. Yeah, I, I have very mixed feelings about this season. Because I think in many ways, John, like you're saying, it's kind of a nothing burger. Like a lot of the episodes could have been taking place at any time. But also a nothing, uh, a nothing weenie, maybe in this show's case. I don't. Mighty weenie, nothing weenie. That phrase has been weaponized against me in the past, and I don't appreciate hearing it in this context. (laughs) There are pieces of it that feel like what we've seen so far it does seem like the perfect middle ground right because there's four seasons after season five four seasons before and there's this weird it feels like a transition point in many ways to me because we get like the really extreme physical comedy bits like the guys are going off in a camping we will go Mm -hmm. like the fan blowing stuff in uh rock and roll and also there's just an episode in a mall you know what i mean like there's there's a bunch where it's like very sort of normal tv and also there's dr urkel and mr cool so Mm -hmm. it 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 has this like sense to me that it can't settle into what it wants to be one way or another i think in some ways this is maybe my second favorite season because there were like <laughs> genuinely enjoyable parts to it. I think a matter of principle where we got to see Myra and Steve like really solidify their relationship dynamics and then have the smooch in her backyard and stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's terrible objectively and the <laughs> freaking choreography with the hammock that lasted what felt like half an episode. <laughs> I don't like that, but like also there's like a real charm in it. And so I it it's it's hard. It's hard for me to say. I think it does give an indication, though, that like the episodes that kind of could be in any show. We're going to get a lot more of those going forward, and I'm worried about that and being able to kind of check out for whole like episodes or arcs at a time Mm -hmm. because I don't have the they literally went to pirate times to like anchor me in where we are that was a lot Alex that was a lot (laughs) that was a lot to process just just (laughs) off the dome uh wow I I'm not ready I'm not ready to I'm gonna need some time um (laughs) John has to think about every episode he's ever seen before he goes on a stage. <laughs> oh man. That's so that's so fitting. We 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 were quoting Walk Hard at work all week. So uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> I am so high that I forgot what I was going great, to say. Great, great, great. Oh my god. We can move right past that. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about highs and lows because well, you know, David is high. Uh-huh. We know that. <laughs> you're low with your lowly lowly uh groundwater that you're drinking. <laughs> so 
this is the first episode for which we've readily had ratings information available, numbers of viewers per episode. As <laughs> as we found out, it's a lot. It's a fucking lot of people <laughs> watching this show. Too many that it should be. I can't remember the number of New Hampshires that Jake said the episode that he watched was, <laughs> but it was multiples of the entire state of New Hampshire were watching this one episode of Family Matters. So speaking of TikTok, now I just get New Hampshire videos and just ads to go visit New Hampshire. Thank you, Jake, <laughs> for that. <laughs> It's listening. Uh, they're they're always listening. I mean, that is the yo the, the yo that is the most used state for size comparisons. I think <laughs> you know when an asteroid's coming towards Earth, it's usually it's usually how many New Hampshires fit in the asteroid. And if you have to compare whatever it is to New Hampshire, you might be able to say it is enormous. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you had to guess. I know we've talked about it for most, if not all, episodes. You don't have to know the net episode title. But what would you say was the most watched episode for the entire season of season five? Hmm. Well, I know it's not it's not the episode where we meet Stefan. I think it was up there, but it wasn't it wasn't the overall top rated one. I feel like it's gotta be or I could be totally wrong about that because I'm usually wrong about most most things. That's been my experience with it's you. Gotta, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's got to be one of the. Uh, I feel like it's got to be one of the after school special type episodes. Oh, like okay, okay. Maybe um, you think it's when Carl got had his heart attack, or uh, when Myra and Steve were skipping school so they could go fuck was that the after school type of special that you were thinking of that's a different kind of after school special <laughs> during school there? special <laughs> delivery man uh i don't know i think it's one of those i don't know which one okay i'm gonna go with the second stefan episode we had so. okay right at the end of the oh, season Oh, that's a good that's a very that's a very good guess. Season finale. Very yeah. good. I'm going to be honest. I did not even look at what episodes we watched until John was talking. So <laughs> I'm not super strong with the guess. Wait, you didn't see it? You haven't watched any of them? Is that what you meant? I'm you haven't seen be... any of them this whole time? <laughs> I'm trying to be like the ocean, man. I'm just trying to let it like wash <laughs> over me and just... That's it. That's all I'm here. trying to do. It here. comes in waves, so watch out. <laughs> I I think that that's really indicative of this season, right? Like there are some that like really stand out of Stefan's yeah. first appearance, but a lot of it does not. So what? Where would you do? Do you remember any specific events that you think people would have really tuned in for? No, no. I still. I think it's one of the one of the like PSA after school okay, special. Okay, you, you settled episodes. on that. I don't know okay. which one. Sure. Yeah, I'm set. I'm settled. I'm so so fucking settled. I'm okay. so settled. You never seen anybody so settled in your whole life. But now that I think about it, I'm not no, so sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm very right. settled. Um, put you down for presumed Urkel, where they had an after school trial to determine the fate of a man's life 
No, I was just saying, I think David's, David's guess is a good, very good educated guess. Okay, Stefan Returns is is David's guess. Uh, John has the field, I think. Yeah, let him take it. Let him have it. <laughs> In some ways, John, John wins. The correct answer is actually Rock and Roll, the episode with Shanice, where Eddie decides to drop out of school oh. to pursue a musical career. And a very special style. Everyone sits him down and is like, don't be a fucking idiot. You gotta go to college now. Wow, I would not have guessed that particular one. No, I I was thinking more of the, like, PSAs of, like, you know, violence and, you know, violence in schools. Don't do that. And and, Sure. uh, Did I don't that? (laughs) My God. <laughs> this is all gold. This is all saying it. <laughs> that rock and roll is um I, I think it barely edged out, but it is very it's very close between that and Father of the Bride, where Carl goes to sleep and dreams that Urkel has a bunch of kids uh mm. that with his daughter, which I think we all are living in that nightmare now. <laughs> uh now we guess that. What do you think is the least watched episode of this season? Mm. What do you think people tuned out for? Damn. They dropped in and they tuned out because they were not interested (laughs) in the things they were seeing in that episode. John guessed first last time. It's only fair to make David not keep scrolling through the list of episodes and have to give an answer first this time. I got mine. (laughs) I'm going to say... I'm galaxy brain. This is how I always win these things. I got to get so high that I don't use real people logic that Alex is going to subvert with all of these questions. (laughs) I think the answer is nonsense because I Mm. have to believe that not enough people saw Georgia (laughs) be at that place that they thought that they could bring her back and no one would notice. All right. We have nonsense locked in for David. John, where would you like for your vote to be cast? Um, I, you know, it was it was one of the funnest ones. And, and sometimes Ollie, those are the ones that you think would be the most viewed, but aren't. I'm going to say Grandmama. Grandmama mm. K. Total guess. Also, I don't know how much this correlates with your answer but also our least listened to episode of the season grandmama was yeah no I, kidding i thought it was a good one <laughs> no hey, kidding if you're listening to this maybe go back and check it out <laughs> i actually have on the podcast mentioned before what the least watched episode I is i believe it because it upset me no. so much I you don't. I, this won't count. Is it Aunt Una? It's Aunt Una. God damn it! <laughs> the episode with Donna Summer, the literal queen of disco. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Is this ringing any bells? See, I was I, I I was going with the angle of like, it, I just guessed the wrong one. My guess was kind of like, well, yeah. I feel like it's one where they maybe promoted it uh, with like the name of the person that's cameoing in mm-hmm. the episode. Yeah, and they used that as the, you use the right the logic to market it for the week. So I was going that route, but I just guessed the wrong one. Fuck. 
Grandma did very well. Actually, Nonsense was either the second or third worst viewed. So that was a good, that was a very good guess. Nonsense oh, was. Not bad. If this were golf rules, by the way, that would be a point for me. I, I genuinely, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> understand or care what you're saying right now. <laughs> Here is a, a wild one, and you're welcome to answer with a number. I will remind you that there were 24 episodes in season five. There were Jack Bauer number of episodes. Got it. <laughs> one Jack Bauer. They were word. all in real time. Because <laughs> that show was definitely like in real time. It was so... Yeah, realistic yeah, yeah, yeah. like i couldn't believe it it's just gr so groundbreaking so groundbreaking that uh they made they made that show fit into an hour hour block of time <laughs> no show has ever done that before <laughs> in the history of television just amazing and it would every boring part of the episode perfectly lined up for where commercials have to be inserted into the yeah. episode. It was perfect. You don't need to know how Jack drove across the entirety of L.A. in about <laughs> 19 minutes. You don't have to worry about that. They blew up my hometown, by the way. I just want to get that out there again. They blew up Valencia, California. Freaking Kumar, dude. No more Magic Mountain. That's how they put the lake <laughs> in the parking lot. You can answer with a number or with the content of the episode if you think that that would be if you want to like talk about what happened in the episode. Because we've looked at a couple different things like we saw the opening credits change when Carl changed his outfit, right? He had to change because he got a promotion. What episode do you think that they added Myra to the opening credits? Now, did you watch these or did you just look this up somewhere? <laughs> Unfortunately, this information is not readily available online. So I scrabbled <laughs> through quite a few <laughs> opening sequences on HBO and it doesn't know what I'm watching anymore. <laughs> 24 episodes. You can talk about uh, that or you can talk about uh, content or... If you think I'm fucking with you, you can say it didn't happen in this season because a lot of times we just skipped it. And how would you know? No, I mean, I usually don't skip past the intro. I just suck it. I'm just I suck at being observant. It, uh, it blurs. It all blurs. This is tough. This is tough. Wait, was she was she after they decided to include her? Was she just in the in the intro? from that point forward yeah for as long as we had an intro um because they did Wild. uh they did jettison having an opening song for the last two seasons i don't e even like the last time it was featured in the season i just don't remember her being in it at all she's right yeah. at the end she's after waldo i believe um for as long there is like a weird period where waldo's not in it and she is uh but that's just one season i think season seven no, see, it would have been season eight. I don't know. Damn, this is tough. Is there a lot of like pivotal moments with Myra this season? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. This is and this is difficult. It doesn't even mean that they would have done it right and put it in a pivotal episode for her. <laughs> right, Correct. of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, logic is telling me that they didn't use logic, and yeah. <laughs> with some episode <laughs> that Myra's not even in. Ah, uh, I don't know nonsense. Okay. I don't know. Sure. 
nonsense. She is she is part but of the I plot in that one. It's important because the reason that yeah. they go into the convent is to find her. Nonsense, but I'm really I have no fucking clue. But nonsense, I guess. I think nonsense is the only one that it can't be because that would remove mm. the tension from the episode. If she just got put in, she's not going to stay at that convent. She's not going to be there. Everybody would already <laughs> know it. Yeah, but you're again, you just said that they don't do the logical thing <laughs> yes, usually. you're absolutely right. <laughs> also, if you're disqualifying nonsense, there's only two episodes after that in the season, so you got your limited <laughs> options. <laughs> no, I'm going to say... That this is a little tricksy question, and I'm going to put it after her second big episode of the season. I'm going to say money out the window because she'll have had two big episodes and then they'll be like, you know, what? we should probably fucking put her in the fucking credits by now. All right. <laughs> Locked in. David just coming strong with the fantastic fucking fantastic educated guesses they haven't worked so far but hey who knows yeah but they sound much better than mine on paper <laughs> much better it is one of those things that like you know the ap calculus test you get credit for a question if your logic was right yeah. but you did the calculation wrong mm -hmm. and uh that is that is the case here with david you're wrong again so fuck you and get out <laughs> It is, uh, it is, you were right, it is a little trickery on my part. Season 6, episode 10, entitled son of a bitch. Paradise Bluff, where she almost goes off the cliff in the Isetta with Steve. Again? Same thing? They wouldn't kill off the character, have her fall off the cliff if they just put her in the credits. Except that they did. What are you saying? Are you saying she's not in the credits in season 5? Not at all. Opening. Never. Never. Yeah, see, so I was kind of right. <laughs> you were. You were kind of right. I don't, I was like, I don't remember her being in it at all. No, she's not. Uh, Waldo is throughout this season. I'll be interested to see once we switch to season four if he is or not. That was mean. That was a mean trick <laughs> question. Well, I mostly did it for highlighting. Making us all look bad. <laughs> I wanted to highlight two things here. Number one being, how many episodes would you say, this is not going to be a real quiz question because we're done with that part and you, you don't have to sweat anymore. How many episodes would you guess Telma Hopkins, the sister of Harriet, oh is in this season? I will spoil it for you. Cero. Wow. She is in none of season five. Not the Christmas episode, which usually is a safe haven for Rachel. None. Not a fucking episode. Yeah, but see, I, I but see, I knew the answer to that one. I would have gotten it wrong. Can we make it an official quiz question? Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Here, here's your question. <laughs> Why was she not in any season five? <laughs> I mean, they barely had Richie in this episode, so I mean, yeah, I, I mean think... this season. And yeah. this, well, this episode you will not hear Richie <laughs> appear at all. So David is right about that. Did you guys not watch the recap episode already? <laughs> so Telma Hopkins was at this time trying to get off the ground and arguably, I mean, it lasted more than one season. So you could say that she 
was successful in this. She was in the TV show Getting By, which is about Ooh. ladies doing lady things. <laughs> and it is uh, it is actually a Bickley Warren series. So like, oh, wow. The guys who were the executives behind this show saw how good she is. And I I think inarguably she has been good every appearance that we have gotten of her. For a certain value of good, like comedy, sitcom, good. She's good for that. Right. I don't I don't know if she's able to like summon tears on command for a super dramatic role or whatever, but she is good for the things that they need her in. And so they gave her her own show and it lasted for a couple seasons, including this year. Uh, So she was largely occupied uh, doing that. It is not re- in the same universe. She is a totally different person. Like they didn't make it a spinoff show Damn. for Rachel, which seems like the move, right? Like you just, mm-hmm. if you They've like this, it. yeah, you've done it before. It's worked. If you like this person and the character is beloved, just have her move over there. But they didn't, they gave her, she's just a totally unrelated lady. And she's making it, in the city on her own getting by now if they did that for joe marie payton in the other show which we're never gonna watch and we don't have to worry about it watch a little bit, though. <laughs> it's watch too a little. late i've already watched it all several <laughs> times over we can't have watch multiple it. times you've seen that show i mean maybe not the whole thing oh, but a lot of you're it- gonna be the one that knows all the shit about the thing. I'm so excited for all of the podcasts to turn upside down. You can't even bring yourself to say the name of the show, David. No, we're it's not called Perfect we're Strangers. Not good times. Oh shit! It's stay a stranger to me. I, the interesting thing is that they did that for Joe Marie Payton on the other show. Perfect Strangers. <laughs> yes. I, I never let it go. <laughs> They they didn't do that for Urkel. Yeah, isn't that weird? And like, you can say, like, Laura, but like, that's not a good enough reason to keep him around and not have. Think about how big that show would have been. Move him to fucking Russia. I don't care. Get, get him out of here. <laughs> get him out uh, of my life. <laughs> I mean, did they try? Did they try and he just said he doesn't want to do it? I don't know. Maybe. I. It would be something worth looking into. It's. It's hard to do. Well, let's get the intern on that. All right. right away. <laughs> Bethany, <laughs> you're, you're on deck. Could also be child hours. That's kind of what I'm thinking is it's hard to do it for a kid. Uh, yeah. Do a whole show centered around the kid because the kid needs to be in a lot of it. And that's hard for various reasons. So you kind of need like a larger family. And like. If the bit you've established is that this kid's whole family fucking hates him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I the Nick and the Disney Channel would would like a word with you. Mm. Uh, they all their we we grew up, you know, on on shows that centered around kids. Yeah, but I th- I think even like Boy Meets World and Step by Step even did the like genius version of this like Full House too. Just get a fucking lot of them. Get a whole bunch so that none of them is overworking like the number of hours that they need to like stay under. 
and that way you can still have a show and like do focus episodes or like have three ABC plots going on at the same time. But if it's all about Steve, what's what's the rest of the show about? Not that that stopped them from making Family Matters, obviously, which we'll like kind yeah. of figure out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think of uh, Drake and Josh, iCarly, uh, mm-hmm. even Stevens, maybe uh, uh, the Amanda Bynes show. <laughs> you know, like there's, <laughs> there's yeah, plenty yeah. of I, examples. I don't need to say this because it's literally like one of the best selling books of last year and probably will be again this year. But oh, uh, it's a fan. I know what. Yeah, the, I'm glad my mom. Died. I'm glad my mom died is. Such a fucking great Maybe book. literally the best oh. memoir I've ever read. Uh, wow. It's yeah, I'm, so I'm a, I'm fucking a good. for memoirs. I it's, can't believe it. Fant- I, yeah, I read it in... I read it in about four days. Yeah. I, I blew wow. through it, yeah. I never watched any of those I just, shows. I couldn't put it down. I have no attachment to, like, her as the characters, like, her iconic stuff, her roles and stuff. But it was, like, highly recommended... I wanted to check it out and it's unbelievably good. I was blown away. Oh, so good. Yeah, no, I went to the bookstore and, and uh I they you know, I had to wait till they like got another shipment in, you know, cuz it's been <laughs> selling like fucking hotcakes. And, I uh, and uh totally worth it. Yeah, amazing. I know David, you're on the library on my phone plan like I am. Uh you mm-hmm. just get stuff if your library has access to it through a number of apps depending on how the thing is set up, they have a certain number of books that they have like paid for, for people. So then you just have to get in line and you say, I would like this when it becomes available, just like a real library. I know nobody knows how those works, but that is how it works. (laughs) You, if it's out, you say, I would like it when it comes back in. And the like farthest down I've ever been on a list, which was for like a pretty popular book was like, I was number like 42 on like I was there were a, a lot of people ahead of me waiting for that when I got onto I'm glad my mom died I think I was like number 731 wow <laughs> and it's great it's yeah, so no, fucking I, good I have a library card and I love using it but for that one I was like there's no way like it's ever going to be available in the next decade I'm just gonna go buy it <laughs> She she narrates her own audiobook, which is not surprising, but is also it's very good to hear it kind of in her own words as well. Um, anyway, let's talk uh, that. <laughs> sure. Let's transition out of that into. Chi- child stars, but also TV stars, but also people who were famous for other things and then are in this TV show that we're watching. Sure. We had a glut of both very special guests and guest stars and people who were not stars when they were on the show, but later went on to be like crazy fucking famous. And I would now like to share a window with you fellas because I bet I know what this is. Wait, sure. Window is in like screen share. That's so 2020 you're gonna do it and you're gonna fucking (laughs) learn 
If you're uh, now, I get out of one of my other favorite phrases from 2020. Uh, if you're sharing, I don't see anything. I'm not seeing your screen right now. <laughs> All right, ba 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 basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Oh, oh, this is it's too soon for this for a bracket. It's fucking triggering. Like I'm just I'm two hours removed. A little John rants about the sports ball right now. Uh-oh. If you're listening at this at another time, this is a bit that will age like milk because we're doing a brass <laughs> a, a, a a bracket basketball right in the middle slash toward the end of March Madness for 2023, and okay. uh, John has some feelings that I didn't know when I put this little <laughs> bit together. This is too soon for this. Just too. Two hours ago, I just watched my and Alex's Texas Longhorns just implode in the Elite Eight. <laughs> they were up fucking double digits yeah. in the second half. Yeah. Just fucking all-time choke job blew it. <laughs> so I never get too high on the, on the basketball team, really any, any Longhorn sports these days. Yeah, that's fair. Just, they just dis- they just let you down every time. But <laughs> the basketball team in particular, this is what they do every turn, every March Madness. Every March Madness, they find some way to blow it and whatever, <laughs> whatever round they're in. Usually it's not quite as crushing because it's usually like in the first or second yep, round. But that makes a difference. Just, just un- un- unreal. Like they were up, I want to say, by almost 20 points at Ooh. one point. You have a unique perspective. No, not unique. You have a totally normal perspective. I have a unique perspective (laughs) and a weird one because my wife has suddenly become much more invested in March Madness in the last like 36 hours or so because (laughs) she entered a couple brackets, work, friends, you know, like you do. And Rather than do any research, uh, because believe for her, she didn't want to look at any of the numbers. She instead uh, did way more work somehow by deciding every matchup by which city slash college campus had the higher rated Italian restaurant on TripAdvisor. (laughs) (laughs) That is like some that is like... um, Galaxy Brain. No, that is some Waldo and and Weasel. (laughs) That is some Waldo and Weasel level logic there. She like did it through. (laughs) She did the whole bracket, all quadrants, the whole thing. That's the way that Waldo wanted to do the betting was based on food like that. (laughs) And and Weasel was like, no, 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 no. Ugly people. (laughs) We have to be awful about this. So is her logic that the visiting team will eat really good Italian food and then be bloated for the game? No, no, no. You're you're putting too much thought into it already. She just wants to root for the team that has the better Italian food. That's awesome. And then if there were if they were somehow tied on TripAdvisor, the tiebreaker was which one had like the better of her favorite dish. So she would just like look it up and if they had it on there. So I have a feeling maybe is is Emily's bracket very East Coast, uh, <laughs> East Coast friendly? Well, you know, a lot of East Coast teams. Uh, John, you making would making it through. You would think that. However, her final matchup, which unfortunately 
that that is not no longer going to happen because Texas was going up totally unbiased. Mm. She also went to UT, but she did it based on the Italian restaurants. Apparently, there's a bang <laughs> banging one in Austin. It was going in, but it did not win. It was not her overall champion. Again, a bit that like is already niche and already irrelevant by the time this podcast yeah, comes they, out. They do have the uh, they do have what is it the uh, the Fazolis. You know, they got the yeah. Yeah, you got to go to Cedar Park for that. That's not inside the city limits anymore. But I can't believe is this still around? Is that still a, a oh, place yeah, that people dude. go? That's like really? half of the economy in Waco, Texas. All right, Baylor is alive because of the Fazoli's there. Fazoli's, oh my god! It really, it truly is like drive-through Olive Garden for it's people. So if that, yeah, I would. I was just about to say, I'd honestly put Olive Garden above Fazoli's. Oh, way above! Yeah, sure. I like Olive Garden. No, oh man, Fazoli's. It just even the name, you know. <laughs> sorry I can't. it is it is just we named it goof em ups uh, like we know you can't take us seriously well it's i think the one in cedar it's, it's cedar park it's in the same shopping center as an ihop so you know what i mean it's like mm. the italian you know, house I think of a, a good a good italian restaurant <laughs> wouldn't be within eyesight of of an ihop but you know but the Walmart, that's obvious. You gotta be next <laughs> the Walmart, to that. that's that's what anchors that shopping center. That's right, <laughs> is that Walmart. Oh man. Fazoli. Shout out to Fazolis. <laughs> the college basketball team that my wife has to win it all is San Diego State, which oh, just had a major shit, yeah. upset <laughs> and has put her at the 98th percentile of brackets wow. at this point. That is nobody insane. saw it coming. Congrats, Emily. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, they have a they have a very legitimate chance. Uh, I like their chances in the final four to, to go to the championship. It's, so. it's wild like how alive her bracket still is based on starting <laughs> so with crazy. San Diego State as a winner overall. Well, and well, I will and you know, the Italian restaurant of it all. You know, that's Yeah, and why do they have the best rated is it because people going to San Diego is like, I don't fucking know what's good Italian food. I don't, you have to factor that in. <laughs> Well, they have a Fazoli's too. It's just, it's way <laughs> more bougie. It's like Fazoli's plus. Now, we have to get serious for a moment because we have a bracket that I have seeded and I will not brook any objection to the way that I have seeded I this bracket. I can't, got some questions. I don't know how to hear about my bracket. <laughs> so I've put in... 16 guest stars in quotation marks for our bracket here. And I have power ranked them based on mostly personal preference, I would say. <laughs> and I, I I will say the notable things here are that Fletcher is missing because I consider him an ongoing character. So even though this is okay. like a third Fletcher, I didn't sure. put him <laughs> into the bracket because of like the sort of legacy of him. There were a couple other like weird edge cases, like to some degree I needed to fill some stuff. So I put Charlie Dell, who was just our toupee salesman in there. Who's not, mm. he's not huge. He was never huge before or after, but like should have been. Oh yeah. But that's kind of why I put him in is cause like 
I just fucking liked him. Hope he's hope he's not in biz. I'm gonna give him a zero zero stars on Yelp, please. <laughs> dude, dude. So I'll go. Dude is not the dude is not good. Quickly through the power rankings here, and then we can get to the actual matchups. Right, number one overall. I I won't hear anybody say a bad <laughs> word about it. Number one, Larry Johnson as Grandmama. I'm not gonna say I would. I yeah. wouldn't say anything bad about that. That's that's untouchable. I have no qualms with this pick. Untouchable, and it's just co- coincidence that he is a basketball player, and then this is a <laughs> basketball style game bracket yeah. thing we have going on here. Number two, kind of as a redemption arc for her, and also because she's in a, like a season way fucking later in the show. Like they brought her back. Number two, Donna Summer as Una Urkel. Also fine. Number three, maybe a controversial also, choice. Also, past this point, I, I will not have any any. <laughs> I any the, thoughts. The bottom whatsoever. of the brackets where I got the most problems. Okay, we'll go quickly. I'll try to go quickly. You gotta let me though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number three, <laughs> Bubba Smith, another pro athlete, as Bones. It just I I thought he was a delight in the episode. Number four, Shanice in the most watched episode from this season playing herself the first but not the last person on this bracket (laughs) to make that uh, distinction number five immediately after another musical act playing themselves and singing on the show freddie jackson not as memorable i would say but still like that's a that's a big pull so good job on the show Number six, controversial pick. I stand by it. The Bushwhackers playing. Great. The Bushwhackers. Love it. Number seven, Judy Ann Elder playing Sister Bernadette. Would not be in any way notable except for the Georgia of it all. We got to give it up to Georgia State University herself, Judy Ann Elder. How are you going to have her so low <laughs> when she means so much to us? I know it is. It's hard because like the character is just absolutely nothing. Like she's not even memorable among the nuns. There are other nuns who have like more lines and more memorable parts in that episode. But just she's. She is what she is. She's a powerhouse to this show. I got to give it to her (laughs) in the same vein. Garcelle Beauvais playing Garcelle in the mall episode. Her one appearance in this season, but she's had a bunch of them. Number nine, not notable. And also, I kind of wish I didn't have to put him on here, but I felt obligated to put Terrence Howard playing John, who has an argument inside of the mighty weenie with his (laughs) girlfriend. Number 10. Robert Hooks, Trouble Man himself from Trouble Man, playing Dr. (laughs) Smiley. (laughs) Scary dentist noises. Number 11. This one's a reach because he's not super famous or whatever, but I just liked him. Stuart Pankin as Honest Bob selling Laura her car. Mm. Number 12. Charlie Dell as Barry, whose name I had to look up because I didn't even in the slightest bit remember it even though we just fucking watched hell toupee he is the toupee slash wigs to you salesman number 13 (laughs) you may not recognize it from here but when i say it you will know the character is a meal the actor is michael boogaloo shrimp chambers (laughs) he's the boogaloo in break into electric boogaloo i had to put him on this list (laughs) 
14, Joe Crest, who's the dad on Stranger Things, playing Officer Carmichael, the good cop. Mm. And uh, number 15, uh, arguably in a play-in role here, because it was during credits. Does this count? How do we feel about it? James Avery playing James Avery slash Uncle Phil, not canon. Yeah, you know how I feel about post credits. You know, I don't even I don't even have to say anything. I think our definitions of importance are just so out of line here. I it seems like you're going by character and I'm going by actor playing the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, you're and I am going by I really want fucking Italian now for, <laughs> for dinner and I already ate so. little pasta fuzzle. And coming in at number 16, I won't I won't hear a fucking word about this. Tom Poston as Mr. Lunar. He goes to the <laughs> bottom great. and he should Perfect. be grateful for that spot. <laughs> oh, doing him dirt. Why you gotta do him dirty like that? No, because he's Fuck awful. Him. This show is nothing without Lune. Nothing. He stole a high schooler's <laughs> musical role so that he could live his own childhood that he missed out on. I mean, I, I would put it's Lune. I would put that catchphrase over all other catchphrases. <laughs> Might be the catchphrase we've gotten the most. <laughs> so let's get into the matchups right up top. So are we going by are we going by who who eats the most Italian food or Bud. something? Are we using some sort of Italian food criteria for this as well? The beautiful thing about this is we got three people. We got three votes. You can go with absolutely anything that your heart <laughs> desires. You vote for the person you think ought to move on. I mean, we could do it that way. I mean, it might be a little hard to research that, though. I don't think we're going to find um, them commenting about Italian food on the record. Uh it's gonna be hard to hard to to dig up. So all right, well we'll, we'll just what we'll do is you take the, whatever I'm, time I'm making you need. It sound like I'm making it sound like we've all agreed that that's the criteria, <laughs> and I'm just saying we can do it. But it might be a little hard. I'm just saying you research the Italian places from all these people's hometowns. And, oh, I don't want to do that. Um, and then we'll just edit. We'll just record every possible combination in this 16 <laughs> team elimination bracket. And then we'll just go back. And since you want to really put in the time, you can go ahead and edit that to the correct version at the end. I can't wait for AI to edit this podcast, by the way. I'm so it's so fucking close. It's almost there. Can't do it. Wait for them to record it. They don't. You don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> number one, Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma. Number sixteen, Tom Poston, Lune. This is wow. You know, tougher than it should this is, be. This is way <laughs> fucking tougher than it should be. Some of these are going to breeze through, but like this is actually hard. Cinderella story, in that he played the prince in Cinderella at the High School Musical. He has legs, right? Like they bring this character back once more in the season, tw twice in this season, and again twice in the next season. Yeah, so like he's they like him. Heavily featured. So this is Larry Johnson, not even an original Family Matters character, Grandma. <laughs> like great, but but uh, with that said, it's got Larry Johnson a hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. The performance is so good that there's no question for me. 
I agree. Actually, uh, it it is it is a it's a net f- uh, uh, a net positive his uh, performance <laughs> in the episode, whereas Tom Boston's look, he's making choices. We it's look, always and, you nice. Know, but it was close because Tom Boston, you know, his last name sounds a little bit like pasta so it is pasta i thought you were it was a take it to the post thing uh because we were still like doing a a basketball (laughs) but uh all right now moving right to the middle of the bracket number eight garcelle Beauvais versus number nine terrence howard i personally would love to eliminate terrence howard from this bracket as soon as possible so i'll be voting for garcelle Beauvais. also like she's act for as nothing as she gets in that mall episode she is memorable and not just because, like, she's cute. That's, like, kind of incidental because it's a TV show and everybody is. But, like, she makes an impression because uh, it's an interesting... What a, It's not a character or an arc, but whatever she's doing, it, it sticks in the mind. She's the one that's selling the clothes, Yeah, right? from Spoo. Yeah, that she's got my vote. Easy. All right, moving on, John. I don't care what you say; it doesn't matter. So, Garcel. Wow, what the fuck? <laughs> That's fine. Moves on. I understand. All right, number four, Shanice versus Michael Boogaloo uh, Shrimp yeah, Chambers. I will, I will. I vote for Garcel Bove as well. Okay, um, thank you. Unanimous. Yeah, no uh, how do we feel about a lady? Not famous anymore, but famous at the time for singing and a guy who is arguably famous for his dancing, but mostly famous for his nickname that has somehow lived on in the public consciousness in a way I don't think anyone could have possibly imagined. What did he, what did he do in the episode? He was one of the wrestlers who got knocked out by Urkel's sleepy juice but not the okay. one that knew Carl. See, like he's kind of that he's way down on the list because like he doesn't yeah. do much in the episode. Uh Shanice has my vote for this one. Yeah, I'm going Shanice as well. All right. Please. Let's do it. Thank she you. kept Eddie from living his dreams. <laughs> Shanice, moving she forward. Some, she had some good advice at the end. Yeah. And she what did she eat? She ate one crazy thing out of the picnic that he'd set up in the <laughs> inside. And then they they fucked in the limo. I remember. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. My favorite picnic spot, the living room. That's so <laughs> speaking of fucking in the limo, we have Freddie Jackson. That's something I must have imagined he's done a, a lot of days of his life as a famous R&B singer. And we have him up against... Charlie Dell, who whatever he's doing inside that wigmobile, I I literally never want to know for the rest of my life. <laughs> now, of the two, I enjoyed Charlie Dell's appearance in the episode a lot more than I thought Freddie Jackson added to the episode. You kind of could have swapped him in for anybody. Yeah. Charlie Dell certainly doesn't have the star power, but I would for me the mvp of an episode that he appeared in is charlie dell all right controversial vote cast 12 beating a five seed it's supposed to happen in every bracket but not one where you only have one quadrant of the bracket so i don't know (laughs) well let's hear from david let's hear from david 
Freddie Jackson was in a Stefan episode and he just like came singing down the Stefan returns. I gotta go with Freddie Jackson. That entrance was so fucking smooth. It was live vocals. He had everything on lock. It was so good. I gotta go Freddie Jackson. Okay. Lights in the elevator. John is the deciding vote. Hmm. It's tough. A real tough one. A lot of pressure. That's a shoe on. A lot on. of pressure. I tell you what, you don't want to be me right now. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, it's going to have mega consequences here. I'm going uh, to tell you the same thing I tell my three-year-old, which is... You know, I... Just take a deep breath. Center yourself. I'm going to go with... Let's fucking go. Okay, I don't have the time for that. Um, uh, I'm going to say... Actually, Charlie Dell. Oh, upset. Because his his performance made me so mad. (laughs) It sticks out, doesn't it? Or his characters, his characters just total. His business model, a mess. Inadequacy. Like they're. Take that to the Shark Tank. They have no business doing that business as a business. Uh, They don't know anything about hair. Or what kind of uh, hair looks good on anyone? Uh, they're awful at their job, uh, and it's uh, so that performance stuck with me. Like I said, if it was a real business, I would be writing a, a zero stars or negative stars Yelp review for, for somebody sure. who's supposed to be a hair expert. You should look up Charlie Dell's IMDb because his profile picture is his weird '70s character that he played for the longest of any character he's played. Because he's a like weird alien doctor. His hair is fucked up. His, it's not right with he, the way he looks. All right. This is, this is an incredibly tough matchup. And I honestly think it's all downhill once we get this one out of the way. Number two, Donna Summer, Aunt Una from Altoona versus James Avery, who either played James Avery, the actor, or <laughs> Uncle Phil, the character. It's not clear. He's not credited in the episode because he's appearing in wow. the credits. And he kind of doesn't have a line. And in fact, says after he corpses RVJ, like, I didn't even get to say my line. So they had something <laughs> for him. and He didn't even get to do it. But what an impression he must have made on America. This is a two and a 15 seed. And I think this is just the seeding is all wrong here. I, you're not supposed to have this type of story here. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I vote to go last. (laughs) You can't get it. John, can you (laughs) vote that he doesn't? In which case, yeah, he's outnumbered. You don't don't get it. You know, that's no, you, no, this is I don't know what this is golf rules or whatever this rule this is, but you you don't get a you don't get a bypass or let me or, uh, let me throw my thoughts out. You don't get a circle back. No circle backs. I'm gonna cast my vote. <laughs> and you may or may not be surprised by this. But what makes a great guest star? People tuning in, people talking about it, so people tune in again during reruns. Donna Summer, great. I loved her. I genuinely thought her performance was extremely good and charming. I thought she was good on TV. She was in an episode nobody watched. That counts against her. 
the whole Antuna resurgence when she comes back because she's eaten one of every fried chicken. I didn't like that whole thing. Yeah. Again, she's good. But like the thing, the ways that they use her is like copping out. And also. Her episode is maybe the most racist one in the whole season because of the karaoke stuff. So I think that counts against her. And I think Uncle Phil walking into the house of the Winslow family is the fucking thing every person was talking about at the water cooler the next day. Whether they saw it or not, they were like, did you see it? I got I can't believe I fucking missed it. I think James Avery moves on in this bracket. I think that it's um, it, it's not fair to Donna Summer, you know. It's um, I agree with that 100%. I think they did her as dirty as they could have in this show. I'm talking about you did her dirty with the seating. That's it, this is your fault. I got to I got to go with James Avery. I it's such a Whoa. monumental Donna Summer should have gone way further in this bracket. That's all I'm going to say. I agree. I fucking love her. There's a lot of factors working against her and a lot of factors. Maybe the like eight seconds that James Avery had on the show only works in his favor because he didn't have time to like overstay his welcome or for them to fuck it up. John, do you have any thoughts? Your vote doesn't matter because you made. Oh, that's David. Go that's first a great feeling. Um, <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, my vote doesn't matter. Maybe I just won't vote then, you know? No, that's how they win, John. You can... uh, You can... If you have any James Avery thoughts, you can hold on to him because he's... I mean, he's moving on. He's about to be in another matchup, so... uh, But you can also Um, let it all out here. I'm going to hold off for now. Okay, all right. Maybe my vote will matter next time. (laughs) Uh, All right, here... A nice little refresher. I don't think this for is a the har- record. Uh, I vote every 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 election for the record. Yeah, yeah I twice times. for me. Jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 all right, this matchup I think will be a nice little palate cleanser because I don't think it's close at all. Number seven, Judy Ann Elder versus number ten, Robert Hooks. Uh, who, who even remembers Doctor Smiley? for anything other than getting gooped and uh, maybe the person who's done the dirtiest out of anybody on this whole bracket is Judy Ann Elder in some ways, but I won't vote first. Please <laughs> allow yourselves to uh, take the floor. Oh, I'm definitely going Judy Ann Elder. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for your time. Lock it in. I also David. would vote for uh, Judy Ann Elder, so I don't want uh, David to talk anymore. <laughs> I it actually feels good. I this is what I voted for to be in last place. <laughs> this is where I want to be. All right. I think in a weird way, kind of hard, but mostly not. Uh, we have a number three seed, Bubba Smith as Bones, versus number 14, Joe Crest, who was Officer Anybody's. When possible, I would love to vote against racists. So even though I don't think Joe Crest is in any way, his character is like enabling a racist. Uh, So if we can lean toward Bones, who also, let's not forget, ate a wax apple because it's fucking fun. And that's how he (laughs) likes to do things in his life. Yeah, uh, definitely Bubba Smith all the way. I think the funnest, I think the funnest cameo uh, of the season. Wow. 
played it played it so good. Yeah, I think he might go deep delivery. And, yeah, uh, it's so it's uh, it was the, delightful playing the accordion at the end. Uh, you can right. see it, it kind of made more delightful by the fact that you can see his arm like he's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be he's too big out he of frame stand but you can see his there. arm like you can see his <laughs> arm going going a little bit into like the the kitchen door uh, okay before he he makes his entrance it's it's good it's, it's fun fantastic i also i i like bubba smith on this matchup as well i i just think he's super fun I have some more thoughts of about him. I think I'll hold on to for a second because, again, I think he's going kind of deep in this bracket, but we'll see. Last one in the first round. Number six, the Bushwhackers playing a fictionalized version of themselves. And number 11, Stuart Pankin, a.k.a. Uh, what? Who? What are we? He's Honest Bob, but like. I think Damn. we I think we remember certain things about the episodes. Now, Honest Bob, very consequential in a number of ways in this season. Like the uh, Laura getting a car was like a thing this year. It was year. prophesized. Yeah. David, you go first. This is really tough. I really enjoyed all I guess three performances of these, these characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Bushwhackers, it's so fun that they were a fucking... That's their real thing. That they that yeah. was their shtick that they did. They lick people. Uh, let's not forget, <laughs> their plot literally doesn't make sense. Like, the whole anti-cop thing yeah, yeah, is yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's genuine nonsense. But I gotta, I gotta go Stuart Pankin. I thought he was very funny. He was very charming. He Ooh. elevated the role in a way that I don't think was on the page. I agree with that. I agree with that. Oh, okay. I uh, got a. Uh, didn't realize we had uh, James Lipton with us uh, <laughs> on the podcast today. At the pearly gates. <laughs> John, would you like to uh, weigh in here? Um. Yeah. I, Stuart Pankin. I think you know. It's just. I don't know. He's good. He's just. He's. He's a good actor. So. Oh wow. Okay. You're going with. Uh, I. I actually, for the record, was going to go with Bushwhackers. I, uh, mm. but all right, this is look. This is in real time. We're finding out how it happens. This is how the San Diego states of the world they make their <laughs> resurgences. All right, going back to the top for the final four <laughs> because I mean you know we can't we don't have forever to fuck around here. Number one seed, Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma. We're, li- we're losing listeners by the minute. Shut up. gambled on this. They got shit on the line here. <laughs> I think we can release this before the episode comes out yeah. or like and just see what people think. Number one, Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma versus number eight, Garcelle Beauvais playing Garcelle. I don't think this one's close. I don't think Larry it's close Johnson. at all. Larry Johnson. Yeah. Come on, we all know, Gotta be. right? Gotta be. Done. Moving on to who will Larry Johnson face off against before he moves to the final? <laughs> Is it number four, Shanice? A delightful girl who... I th- Again, I thought she... Very good. Like, very enjoyable in her episode. Yep. And, and from, like, not just her presence but like 
her character. It's not often that we just get a genuinely likable person uh, yeah. on the show who who makes the right decisions throughout the whole thing. So uh, Shanice, uh, I, I like a lot for this one versus number 12, Charlie Dell, the man who has made no correct business decisions and yet is somehow uh, breaking for Baldi's. Uh, yeah, I got to go Shanice all the way. I mean, the, the impact that she had on mm-hmm. Eddie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the most extreme like makeover home edition seen i think we've seen yeah any character make so far it just like at the flip of a switch she's like oh i'm gonna it came totally out of left field Mm -hmm. it's like i'm gonna have a music career now can you imagine (laughs) if waldo graduated before you out of school you just let him (laughs) slide right across that graduation stage uh, yeah, Shani's uh, great appearance, great episode. Not great chances for the rest of this bracket, I feel, but we'll see. <laughs> now, uh, maybe something that's a little Come tighter. On. This is a tough Come one because we're, we're there's just this middle portion of the bracket. It's real tight. Everything. Number 15, see James Avery playing either himself or Uncle Phil from I don't even think we said Fresh Prince at any point in this podcast, but that's what that's what they were doing versus number seven, Judy Ann Elder, Sister Bernadette in this season, but a whole lot more in the lore of our <laughs> podcast. Um, can I can I can I go? Zach, can I have my vote? F- oh, I thought you oh, were Matt, Matt asking to be time. excused. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I, can I leave? I'm going st- to st- leave. I'm going to stop recording now. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, please. Uh, lead it off if you have some, some feelings. Look, I know you guys know how I feel about post-credits. It's not canon. Yep. You know, it's not canon at all. It all not was even in preparation for this. But that the the... The breaking the fourth wall, just James Avery being James Avery, is mm. is is why I'm going with James Avery. Whoa. Oh no! <laughs> is it, it? It's like well, the just you can you can just feel the energy on set. You mm. know when he goes when he bursts through the door. Mm. He's like, I didn't even mm. get to finish my like line. Like it's you can feel how much of a it's explosive kind of a big deal it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, the kind of the crossover between the two shows. They they like they ex they executed it, I think, uh all the way wrong. Like this should have been a huge moment on the show. Huge. But even so, like he makes the most of it and you can just I think you can feel the genuine like connection I think between the cast members and and yeah, I it was it was really fun. To, to gotcha Reginald Bell Johnson with it as well is such yeah. a move to like have written the script without that happening at all, which is the episode that we saw because, you know, like the, that didn't happen in the real episode to just do it as a prank on not only the audience, but like the people in camera is is you don't get that a lot. David's shaking his head. I'm looking at it. We all know that John has an anti-Georgia bias. He's had it 
from the beginning of this podcast. That's what's busted your bracket no up. no way you're going to slide that through. It's Judy <laughs> Hanhelder, my guy. Listen, I, I will not stand for that. You go back and you listen, <laughs> sir, you listen to the tape. Sir. And you, and, and you will find that actually... <laughs> He's right. David's yeah, right. That's correct. You go, yeah. you go back and listen to the tape and he's 100% correct. But I have my reasons and I stand by them. It's an interesting spot for me to be put into. Uh, especially given like, I did not expect John of all people to come out pro credit sequence <laughs> the way he just did. I think we need to change your status forever. <laughs> You're a member of a different political party all of a sudden. Like this is a massive change. Uh, you can't put me in one. Don't try to. Don't try to put me in a corner. Don't try to put me. You know, pin me to a, to one lane here. You know. He's always been a centrist. That's look. <laughs> my boss says he's an independent, but he he will pay. He will vote for anybody who gives him less taxes. I know how it works. All right. <laughs> I'm independently voting for Republicans. Yeah. Now. James Avery, as I said, water cooler moment, right? Like this is the stuff that you aim for as a television yeah, show. Water cooler extraordinaire. Literally still see it on TikTok. Like it just still shows up. Yeah, it's something that people will talk about forever. And it's also like one of those things that like 10 years later, you're like, did I dream that? Like this is so <laughs> yeah. surreal I'm not yeah. sure if I actually if that happened. But the the extreme fixation in people's brains. They're they're <laughs> they're arguably on the Mount Rushmore of TV dads, you know? Oh, oh, yeah, oh sure. I uh yes, very much so. Very much so. Judy Ann Elder. <laughs> have we talked about her for longer than she was ever on the show? Certainly. <laughs> have have we put more hours and thought and emotion into this character than every single person who ever mentioned the, the that one time Uncle Phil was on the Urkel show? Yeah. And so I here here's what clinches it for me. I truly believe the not the mama the Georgia on my mind of it all would not be as impactful as it is, if not for the fact that she shows up prior to coming yep. in and taking over Harriet's 100%. life. I'm voting Judy Ann Elter to move forward in the bracket. Number seven. And that's wow. with a bullet. Wow. It's not. I. I I object in the most <laughs> the I I I am um, I uh, it's an objection plus. I object so hard to this. <laughs> now, let the record show. We're headed into very dangerous territory because number 1 seed Larry Johnson, number 4 seed Shanice, number 7 Judy Ann Elder. We're we could potentially have a final four that's all single digit seeds and that's not best practices you want more upsets and more weirdness in your bracket than that typically but number three bubba smith as bones versus number 11 Stuart pankin as honest bob 
Not even close. Oh. Yep. I not even not even close. Right. It's all. honest, Bob. That's what we're all thinking. We're all agreed. <laughs> yes. I'm just yep. typing honest that Bob. in. No, it's it's Bubba Smith. Yeah. By all of the miles. Yep. Just. Yeah. It's yeah. A fucking delight. Just top to bottom. No, I have no notes for any part of his performance <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> Which is, I'm gonna hold on to it in case we need this because I, I I have yeah, some you, you, uh, I have some feelings about some things. Hold on to it. Let's hold on to it. Okay, Bubba so Bubba Smith confirmed final four. Now, who's going into our finals? Is it gonna be Larry Johnson, Grandmama, or Shawnice? Shawnice. Who, who, who who's going first? I'm going to be honest, I would have put the Baldy Boy in front of Shawnee's, so oh. I, for me, it's Larry Johnson. Wow, what? You you would have, you you wanted to advance Charlie Dell over Shawnee's? I don't think there's a world in which we would have, like... My, my guy. I wouldn't have let that stay. I would have canceled our <laughs> podcast, but... <laughs> we were that close, John! We were that close! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, let's go back. Can we go back? Can we? We need we need Urkel's go back in time invention. Not, but not so that we can go on the tall ships, so that we could just go back one one round in this bracket. If you uh, use one of Urkel's other inventions, you fill a water bottle with the right kind of juice. You just go to sleep, and it's all dreams. There's no bad times anymore. <laughs> Doctor Urkel Urkel Brule. <laughs> <laughs> you make your own puzzles <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely going with larry johnson here yeah i think that's the right i think that's the only choice in this matchup i think there's a version of this bracket where maybe larry johnson wouldn't be in the finals but it's hard to see he's he's good he's good all right this is this is where we put pedal to metal this is where the rubber hits the road oh boy Number seven, Judy Ann Elder as the totally inconsequential nun. Or maybe the most consequential character we'll ever see on the show, depending on your interpretation and how much you're bringing to it. Or Bubba Smith, a one and done, (laughs) but a, a memorable and fun character. Listen to me. You're gonna hear from my opponent. The worst <laughs> takes you will ever hear on a March Madness podcast. Bubba Smith, sure, he's delightful, but guess what? He's hardly in any of the episodes. No, Larry David, Johnson's don't do doing this. the heavy lifting over there. Don't Bubba do Smith, this to yourself. You're, you're Judy Ann Elder <laughs> you're is the patron your reputation. saint of this podcast. It's Judy Ann Elder for me. Thank you. I seed my time. Uh, okay. Oh, it's let me hold, hold uh, on before you say. I just want to say I'm not. Uh, this is not a vote. Okay. I'm just going to say something. Okay. Well, go ahead and say it then. Say it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? For me, the final matchup of Larry Johnson versus Bubba Smith is actually much harder to determine. Than Larry yes. Johnson versus Judy Ann Elder. 
Perhaps for different reasons, but yes. Yeah. They both live in the like bizarre spot to have gotten to this point of they're both former pro athletes who have like been on Family Matters in an acting role. Now it's weird <laughs> because Bubba Smith is also a fully accomplished actor at this point. Like he yeah. actually a hundred percent has the acting chops. Larry Johnson is mostly funny because of the conceit and because of like the the culture and the time. Whereas Bubba Smith is fucking funny. Like he actually just nails it. Interesting. So that's it. That is a really interesting final to me. I don't know if that's where it goes. I have a feeling that I know where John's <laughs> going to vote, though. So let's see that in the meantime. I mean, that. Yeah, it's it's Bubba Smith, the dude. Okay, he, he's 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 goat status almost. You, you can make the argument goat status for cameos. It's 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 delightful. It's so fucking delightful, Bubba Smith. To the final, please. The fact that we got food humor with not food for once is pretty unbelievable for this show. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to do this. Hey, <laughs> listen to me. We've been through a lot, okay, buddy. We've this is so. Come out, this is so hard. We've come out the other <laughs> side every time. Don't let this be the time. Where we don't make the right choice here. I did make the right choice. I did. I, he wasn't talking to you. <laughs> My choice is between. I'm just because I, I gotta lay it all out here. We gotta leave leave it all on the paint. Oh my gosh! It's this is. There's only one obvious. There's one clear You're choice, right, John. Here. There is only one obvious choice. The choice is between a genuinely funny, <laughs> genuinely memorable, genuinely like no notes performance, mm-hmm. or <laughs> a, a character for whom we have established such a resonance in makeup town that she could be the mayor. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with many fallacies of logic and the different classifications thereof. No true Scotsman, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, straw man. There's one that has to do with gamblers that says <laughs> if you've put enough money in, that shouldn't affect each decision as they come by. Okay? Just the the investment that you have put in should not dictate the next choice you make. You should make it based on its own merit, based on its own logic. Wow. But I'm fucking stupid. I'm picking Judy Ann Elder to go to the finals. <laughs> oh my god, what? What? <laughs> I'm too uh, deep it. into the south. All right? <laughs> Georgia is all my mind can take. <laughs> Our final, Larry Johnson, Judy Ann Elder. I actually, I actually think this is a no-brainer. <laughs> we don't even. I don't think we need to talk about it. 
I think it's a no-brainer too. I'm voting Larry Johnson for this one. No one wants to hear what I said because I just upset like all the rational people who listen to this show. <laughs> all the people who like Family Matters at all. My vote is Judy and Elder. All right, John, you want to just dunk on David real quick? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to dunk on I'm going to dunk on both y'all and I'm going to pick Judy and Elder. Out of- Spite. Wow! From downtown! <laughs> Y'all did Bubba Smith so dirty. I'm not gonna. I'm, wow. I'm not gonna. No one saw it coming. I'm in clothes on the document. It can never be edited again, even if you have a dopey acrobat pro like I do, and you can just go in and change everything. <laughs> He had already started to write like I, I, Look at it. I wrote the wrong number. I wrote the wrong scene number on the I, I will I'll leave Do it like I that. Even, it's just funny that way. I don't even agree with my vote. It but You know what? But you know what better outcome could we have possibly <laughs> asked for for this episode and this show? That's the perfect I wanted, I wanted Larry Johnson against Bubba Smith so bad. I know Who would you have chosen for that? Bubba Smith. I would have too. Wow. I think I would have too. Absolutely. I would have gone Larry Johnson. Look, this is the the beautiful game. This is <laughs> I think we've always called it. This is how <laughs> This is how it works in March Madness. People just vote on which team they want to have advance. That's how Tim Robinson lost that job. He got outvoted. That's why you play out every match, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I can't do this podcast. (laughs) You got to let it run its natural course. All right. But if you you were to pick Bubba Smith over Larry Johnson, why why not pick Bubba Smith over Judy Ann Elder? And I think you know. I think you know why it's my brain so (laughs) melted inside of my head. Come on! It's just—it's that cheese you, that was in Urkel's hand after he, he got it. You, you would have voted for him to win the whole thing. That, that's look. It doesn't. You can't fill this out with logic. All right, you have to fill it out by Italian restaurants. That's how you win. <laughs> and what state has the best Italian restaurants in the whole nation? It's Georgia, baby. Now, Fazoli's would like to have a word with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is if I'm wrong about this egg on my face but I believe this is a beautiful time to cut it off because we're transitioning away from the era of voting in things the era of hearing out arguments and deciding how things should go we're moving away from the jury and we're moving <laughs> toward Judge Judy on the old family matters. I I'm I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to put new wind beneath our sails. I think this I is think exactly what we need. Have, yeah, I, it's come at a perfect time. And if you don't know what we're talking about, neither do I. So we will all <laughs> find out together next week on jumping the shuttle until then uh you can email your brackets in to our email sure. address if you would like yeah i'd love to see those brickets send us the brickets <laughs> at uh jumping the shuttle at gmail.com um 
Usually, uh, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. You could put it in the body of the email, but there are ways to attach files now. So you could attach. Uh, uh, we we would like it to be a PDF uh, if possible. It's uh, something that's a little easier to read. You can either drag and drop it, or there's a little paperclip <laughs> looking icon there. You click on the paperclip, it lets you attach uh, the PDF Just there. Every second that passes, my butthole gets tighter and tighter because I'm afraid you're going to ask people to drop their attachments into the subject line of the email, and I can't I can't live that reality. And uh, don't be, oh, if you're going to submit a bracket, don't be petty like me. Uh, don't get don't get bitter at the end there. Uh, <laughs> do it honestly. <laughs> you know, I, I let the emotions get the better of me and I got a little, a little bitter there the final round. Um, you know, I was being a little, little baby boy about it because I didn't get my way. <laughs> don't be like me. Uh, do you, this is like, um, I mean, it's not it's not the same, but it feels the same. Rob Gronkowski, who is famous for uh, uh, football, I know things in high school. He played all the sports because, he, you know, just one of those guys. Yeah, because he's he he he's about 10. He's he's he was a grown man amongst. Oh, yeah. And he's a, he's a giant among kids. grown men, too. He's a monster. Uh, but he intentionally like bricked a throw in a high school game so that he could keep the score at 69. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my kind of guy. You can also, uh, I mean, fuck a, a basketball player losing in our March madness bracket. Unbelievable. You can t- tweet. You can tick. You can talk. You can gram us for now. You can for now. Uh, uh, maybe not. Literally, by the time this episode comes out, who fucking knows? You know what? Maybe what they're going to do is they're just going to get rid of home Wi-Fi. That's going to be their solution. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're not going to ban the platform. We're just going to ban home Wi-Fi. It is. I that that same senator, I think, would be very upset. But they don't know that I have an Ethernet to lightning bolt cable (laughs) I can plug into my phone. Oh, my God. It's hard. Hardwire it. God fucking forbid that monstrosity exists. Uh, That same congressperson must like be upset to know, like in TikTok, that like this podcast is publicly available. This is not private. You can just look at it. So if you're scrolling the public feed, you can just hear this show and you can see our tweets and TikToks and all that stuff that David does because he's good at that. I disagree, but you know what they can't take (laughs) away from me? My First Amendment right. We're going to be spreading the truth all over these oh social media platforms. Don't say truth and social <laughs> that close to each other. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is a dangerous game. You come down our rabbit hole and you see what's down there at Jumping the Shuttle. At you're going to do any hearing shuttle. in Congress about a platform. How about you How about you bring fucking, yeah, fucking Trump and his dum-dums oh. to Congress? I do ask him about the I would love for Donald Trump to listen to our show because he will say something so stupid about it that people it will enter the public record and people have to think about this show forever. I would fucking love it. And if you're thinking right now how upset you are about our bracket, no, it's it's all washed. The season four is coming. It's all resets. Don't worry about it. (laughs) 